0: hey everyone welcome back to another episode of fill your soul podcast my name is Paige.
1: i'm kira and i'm shan
0: and today we're gonna talk about hawaii so this episode will be about everything we wish we knew when we planned our trip to hawaii and for context we spent about four months there. So all these tips will be great if you're planning uh, a one week trip or two week or planning on moving there for a month or so. So this will have all of our recommendations uh, from cafes, hikes, how to get around different parts of the island, and then how much you should budget if you're going to visit Hawaii. Uh, we got a lot of messages. So we're excited to have this episode be all of our tips and tricks for you guys.
1: Yeah, Hawaii is one of my favorite places. And maybe we can first go into the food. Hawaii has great food trucks. And I think it's really important to note that Hawaii is really expensive. And if you think it's expensive, it's extremely expensive for the locals. So instead of going to like a really high end restaurant, the food trucks are amazing. Um, So maybe we can talk about some of our favorite ones that we've experienced.
2: There's so many. It's nice too, because um, there's different sets of Food trucks all the way around the island. And we spent a lot of time in the North Shore. So I feel like we went to those food trucks a couple times a week. But a few of my favorites was definitely Surf and Salsa. They're Mexican. They have Taco Tuesday on Tuesday. I think it's I actually don't remember the price. Five for five dollars, maybe in live music and just a great spot. And then Paige, what was that one that we really liked? Food truck number yeah
0: it number seven so there's like a whole oh yeah
2: places.
0: those are all great uh, I think it was number seven yeah and um also surf and salsa that's a spot on the north shore of Oahu that a lot of people go to to meet other people and it's just a really great vibe there's always live music like Kira said but that was what our weeks pretty much revolved around, and like that was our night out. But it's really fun. Um, they have really good food there if you like tacos and Mexican food like that. uh Trying to yeah, the coffee, Green World Farms. I feel like that was a really great experience. It's the coffee farm. Frozen the frozen
2: mochas there were so good.
0: Yeah, order the frozen mocha if you guys end up there. But I know Shan, you had a lot of coffee. I Feel like you were always trying a new coffee spot too.
1: Yeah, I always did. I went to Island Vintage and for some reason I was at Foodland I think every single day. I either got their coffee or their poke. So those are my favorite coffee spots.
0: Yeah, poke from Foodland. So Foodland, if you haven't been to Hawaii, is the most common grocery store there. So if you're from the U.S., something like a Stop and Shop or something, it's very common to them there. So I recommend going to Foodland and Getting the poke there sometimes can be a cheaper option. It's a lot more affordable than another cafe or another restaurant too. Um, And we got that a lot.
1: It's so good. Yeah,
0: I loved Island, uh, Island Vintage Acai. And they have great coffee there. So it's a bit on the more expensive side. So it can become an expensive habit. But I know that was our favorite. If you got the acai and it comes with coconut cream on top, that is our go-to and there's two different locations on the island I think. Pretty sure North Shore and Waikiki.
1: Yeah we went all the time. There's also some cool vegan options. Um, I remember sometimes it was kind of far from where we lived but we would drive 20 minutes go by Raised by the Waves.
0: Yes so wow. Raised by the Waves is on the east side of the island and we went a bunch of times but you guys have to go here if you like healthy food. We had the oreo shake and it was vegan oreo shake which doesn't sound amazing but it was and i recommend the rainbow bowl from there but there's tons and tons of options especially if you like vegetables and bowls and stuff like that too and that's on the east side
2: so many different acai bowl places sunrise shack is just a must you have to go just for the vibe the acai um the instagram photo all that (laughs) yeah but what else yeah bowls bonsai bowls those were all great options too
1: oh farm to barn too they have morning yoga remember we all went together sometimes that's Mm kind of nice if you're looking to meet people as well and they have like outdoor live music um sometimes they have like art shows it's just a like nice little community activity
0: I loved farm to barn and they do have yoga there so that's a nice activity You can meet people at yoga and then go get a bowl or food after. And they also have a little like shop area inside there and that's on the North shore. So I think Shannon, you were saying like, it's easiest when you know a bit about Oahu, when you go there to organize your days before you go and you can kind of like break the Island up into different parts because we didn't have all this advice before we went, which is why we wanted to make this episode for anyone looking to go. But if we had had this, we would have, probably structured our days differently because we found ourselves doing one hike and then going back the next day to this food truck right next to it and we didn't really realize that there's like a good way to go about traveling and visiting around the island
1: yeah and I think it's really important to note that you do need a car and I remember all of us talked about it because we all moved to the north shore and we thought we could walk around or bike and you can't you can't like it's like big hills or things are really far and one thing I struggled with is when you're away, under 25, it's so expensive to rent a car. So, some good options is Turo Car or Facebook Marketplace.
2: Yeah, I spent a lot of time on Facebook. <laughs> but also, don't like, you have to kind of be careful on Facebook too, because remember in choir, car rental was interesting.
1: <laughs> our yeah.
2: tire ended up blowing up on the side of the road and we were. <laughs> stranded for some time
0: yeah but, so for car rentals facebook is an option but Toro car is probably more reliable especially depending on how long they're staying on island as well
1: yeah, yeah i think long term if you're looking for like a month facebook market's way cheaper but if you're just looking for a couple of days and you just want like two days around the island if you're there for a week or something Toro car is really great
2: And you definitely, I feel like, because there is a bus system and stuff like that, but I feel like having the car is just so nice because you definitely have to take the time and drive the full, like, circumference of the island. There's a road Mm -hmm. that you can drive that just goes northwest to the bottom east all the way around, and it's just beautiful scenery and so many just beaches and swings and mountains and everything, and there's so many little pull-off areas that it probably would take you, like, a few hours to go around the whole island so yeah. something to do
1: yeah definitely there's also so many amazing hikes um some of them are really hardcore so like and they're kind of dangerous too like sometimes I would go up them and I'd slip and slide um so definitely look at the level of how difficult a hike is before you go but there's really awesome hikes that we've done and I've done some of them multiple times as well
0: Yes, I would say my favorite hike, hands down, is Crouching Lion. So that is on the east side of the island. So if you're going to raise by waves, like we suggested, you could grab lunch there before or after and then do Crouching Lion hike. And it has amazing views. Some hikes, locals do barefoot. So we got really into barefoot hiking, but I would not recommend to anyone who hasn't hiked barefoot before. <laughs> just they bring sneakers in case. In case. Yeah. I remember mm-hmm. our first Hawaii hike we did with sneakers and then something was calling me so I ended up doing it barefoot left my sneakers in the woods but I mean it's nice if there's like a muddy hike it's possible and sometimes your traction's better One is when there's no shoes but
2: <laughs> remember when you
0: ended ass. up on some barefoot hikes that were not supposed to be barefoot with like rocks and pipes
2: that was so bad yeah
0: i didn't get to do this but a must do i would say in oahu which shan did is stairway to heaven so i'm living through shan doing it but i would say that's something i would do if i was
1: going back to oahu
2: i think yeah i want to go back and do it
1: (laughs) yeah i i remember one of my first one i was like really bummed i didn't do it and then the opportunity came and someone asked me if i want to do stairway to heaven and i was like you know what sure um, but I did do it the legal way. There's like the actual illegal way to do it when you actually walk up the stairs. Um, don't do that. It's like a huge <laughs> fine. It's not worth it. <laughs> the, the, the back is the just as nice. I, yeah, they might be down. It's like not safe. Um, it might take like an hour too long, longer, but the views are amazing. Um, it is really hard though. Like I remember you're like actually rock climbing pretty much, but yeah, it was incredible. I would highly recommend that. But you have to go really early in the morning. You don't want to be doing it in like peak heat.
0: Yeah. Another hike that I recommend, I feel like it's similar, like challenge to Stairway to Heaven is Three Peaks. So that hike we all did together. And that is something I recommend if you hike a lot and you like a challenge, I would say it's one of the harder ones. So just research the hikes before you do them because the last thing you want is to be up feeling uncomfortable or unsafe or really tired on a like challenging hike but all of them are amazing and you're on an island so the views are always incredible of the ocean and jungle life and all of that so hiking and food Oahu has you covered uh what else have we done there activities also so I before
2: before you jump into activities yeah one more hike Cocoa Head I think you just like kind of have to do just for the experience. It's basically like a two mile long Stairmaster, but it's such a good workout. And by the time you get to the top, you think maybe you would want to do it again. And then there's also um, three different pillbox hikes located all throughout the island. There's one on the west side, one in the North Shore, and one um, in Lanikai, which is more on the east side. Those are all I would say more so beginner-friendly hikes that are all beautiful overlooking the ocean, the mountains. The west side one, I think, is definitely my favorite because it's 360 view of the sunset and just everywhere.
1: Yeah, Cocoa Head is definitely humbling, especially when you see someone like 20 years older than you just zip by you, but it's a good hike.
0: (laughs) Or younger than you, like little kids, like old adults, you're like, I think I need to train a little more.
1: Yeah, yeah definitely there's also I feel like a lot of um really good scenery in Hawaii too and like picturesque places if you want to go and activities so that's always a really great thing to do as well
0: yeah I would say places like botanical gardens is where you got your like infamous shot Shan. that yeah
2: box,
0: that's a popular spot for people to go
1: Yeah, I think when you Google or Pinterest Hawaii, uh, Botanical Gardens is what you think of. Um, And I actually went went to go there and someone gave me a good tip before. So they're really strict. It's like a curvy road and a lot of cars are going through there. So you're like not allowed to take photos on the road and you can get a huge fine. There's security. I got yelled at a couple of times. So just one tip is if you go before they open, it actually is like a walking trail and people just walk there in the mornings if you want to go there just go in the morning before it opens and instead of going when it's so busy in cars it's just like really unsafe but then you can get your iconic photo in the morning
0: love that yeah that's yeah. a good tip with timing of everything too because some places are monitored just because of tourists and certain areas that they don't want high traffic so that is a really good tip for people mm-hmm. i feel like it's just
2: so nice too because like there's just such a vast variety of activities you can do like aside from hiking and stuff like china walls definitely a must oh, It's yeah. a little trail and it brings you down to um cliffs for rock or cliff jumping and we would always go for sunset we would get takeout uh from that little greek place <laughs> uh everybody's mm-hmm. there having picnics normally there's people playing music um there's Waves that crash on the cliff, so there's always surfers surfing at sunset, and it's just like another one of like a fun hangout spot where a bunch of younger people go to just kind of sit and enjoy the sunset and everything.
1: Yeah, also, too, there's some adrenaline activities which both of you did, so maybe you guys can talk about either your skydiving or your shark diving.
0: Yeah, skydiving on the North Shore, I highly recommend if you haven't gone skydiving, it's. It was my second time going. Kira and I both went when we were in Australia, and went again in Hawaii. It's becoming an activity for us. It's not just like a once, <laughs> but it was amazing. Um, beyond just the views, the whole experience of skydiving, I highly recommend to anyone. I I can't recommend it enough. And then also, I did not go with Kira shark diving, but she did that and skydiving. So she's next level there. Uh, but. <laughs> I recommend skydiving. I don't know about shark diving.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I 100% recommend skydiving. Shark diving, definitely something cool. And if you're interested, go. The only thing is it is iffy on your site of sharks. So when I went, it was very kind of like musty waters. And we definitely did see sharks. But then you see some people on Instagram who have like 10 sharks around them.
1: So, Musty water I do not hope I'd go if it was like underwater. water that makes me yeah important. it was kind of, was kind of odd so because, sharky.
2: because all of a sudden you wouldn't really be able to like see and then there would be a shark and I'm like you got so close so fast but oh my god yeah. honestly it sounds and like you are very me. just like you need to jump in right when I tell you to and I had to go first and they're like okay three two one jump and I'm like oh my god so then it's just me alone in the water with all the sharks but <laughs> No, it was it was a good experience. Definitely cool, kind of humbling just to like realize that sharks aren't really everything bad yeah. that you think about them. But yeah, definitely, quite the adventure. That'd Be
1: really cool. Yeah, that'd be cool.
0: I feel like that's an activity because that was also the uncaged version, right?
2: Yes. So yeah. Like- also, that too is. I feel like when you tell people that you went swimming with sharks, they like. I personally thought we were going to like a certain little area of the ocean where like only a sandbar shark would be (laughs) like I don't really know why I expected this but they just drive out into the middle of the ocean and go in circles so the sharks think that they're being fed and then you're just really out there and you just jump in no cage just your flippers and a snorkel mask and (laughs) yeah
0: one with the sharks
1: in the murky water (laughs) I think the murky water part yeah the, the little like unsure part yeah also you know what great experience
2: but also people there's photographers the workers are photographers and I didn't get one picture of myself (laughs) which is okay but people really like fight around under the water to just try and get into the photo
1: (laughs) yeah I've seen people it's really cool the photos are amazing actually but one thing I would really recommend doing is um, if you're a morning person, going to catch the sunrise on the east side.
0: Yes, east side, Lanakai, that's where the sun rises. So that is the best spot for sunrise. And then the best spot for sunset is the west side. So if you're planning out your day, catch sunrise, catch sunset on the opposite side of island and then drive around in between. Waikiki is the city part and that's south. Uh, So that's where there's like the Sheraton, more hotels and Waikiki beach and where people do surf lessons and stuff as well. And that's just the more touristy area as well as like more populated. And if you go out in the city, that's the spot that you would do it. And then the North shore is where sunset beaches pipeline, where more of the locals are staying, where there's more local surf um, and all of the beaches are amazing on all the island so I don't even know if I would say I have a favorite I think my favorite beaches were on the east side what about you guys
2: I think so too the water was just so blue and calm over there and I feel like too if you go during winter season which is when is that like September to January ish Mm -hmm. Uh, the waves on the north shore are just very very big so you can't always swim as casually. We're on the east side. The water is much more calming and relaxing if you want to go to the beach and just be able to swim more so.
1: Yeah. I I lived across Kiki's Beach in North Shore. So that became my favorite beach just because I would go there every day. And like everyone from the college would go there and it would always be like really full. It's a huge beach. So that one's my favorite, but I'm a little biased. Um, but yeah, the waves on the North Shore, I've definitely been knocked over quite a few times so if you feel like they're big they're huge like maybe don't go in if you're feeling a little nervous
2: I feel like the just number one thing like when you go to Hawaii you just need to explore everything like that's why the car is so good but just literally drive everywhere walk every like wander it's honestly like I always felt safe there no matter where we were even um go if you can if you're there for a while go visit the other islands Maui, Kauai, Big Island we went to Kauai for a week and that was beautiful the greenery and we did like a nepali um coast tour and everything but it's just so accessible to just do different activities and get around the island that it's just i don't know i feel like it's overall just a great spot
0: yeah and the other part i would add too is meet the locals that live in hawaii so there's some people who say uh, the locals aren't very receptive of tourists but we didn't really have this experience and Typically, if you talk to the locals, you can learn more about like the culture and Hawaiian culture because although it is part of the US, they have their own style and their own culture and language and that's something that we all really enjoyed and I remember here we stopped on the beach, uh, when we were walking once and met these older women who like told us about Their upbringing and how they're like how they're from the island fully and don't travel much and we learned a ton about just Hawaiian culture and it meant a lot for them to meet us as we were like visiting their island so that's something I recommend too is go and do all these touristy activities but also really get um involved in the local community as well.
2: And I feel like a good way to do that too is um there's a lot of farmers markets. Every there's a couple times a week, they're all over the island, but there's a lot of local businesses who just started up, a lot of young business owners. Um, actually, our next guests that we're having on the podcast, Lizzie, her and her boyfriend, Emmett, um, moved to Hawaii and they started doing um, stuff at the farmer's market. I'll let them kind of explain what they do and everything on the episode, but it's just a great place to meet different people and just see different things
0: and it's cool because a lot of people don't shop at a main grocery store that's one of my favorite parts of Hawaii is you can shop local so we met a lady who grew all of her fruits and vegetables and that was where we did most of our shopping and it's fresh so it's really great opportunity to meet the locals see what they're growing and then also support local businesses and we did a lot um a lot of shopping from there but that's how we met a lot of people as well so like kira said lizzie we ended up meeting at the farmer's market and she has her own business there so we're excited to have her on as a guest she's originally from florida and she upped and moved to hawaii similar timeline to when we all went to hawaii But she went without not necessarily knowing exactly what her career path would be there. But she had a passion in health and wellness. And she ended up starting her own business there. And she's been living there ever since. Uh, So we're going to have her on to talk about her journey, what made her move there and how she got started with her business and just travel in general and more tips on Hawaii, but also stepping out of your comfort zone and what that move looked like for her. I'm so excited to have you guys all meet her next week. Do you guys anything else? Last minute tips for anyone traveling to Hawaii?
2: Get a Costco card if you're there for a long time. The grocery shops mm-hmm. are very expensive, and I feel like we would go grocery shopping for the week and spend so much money, and then finally we would realize you we need to go to Costco.
1: Yeah, Costco is needed on that island. Yeah. A Costco card is great. Remember when we couldn't have one for a month and we didn't know what to do?
2: Yes, we were like, "Can you please just let us shop at Costco without a Costco card?" And that was one of the times we asked, and they said no.
0: <laughs> one last thing I'll add that we missed because it was my favorite. I don't know how I missed this. The lighthouse hike, do that hike, and then go down to the tide pools. I don't mm-hmm. know if we mentioned that, but no, that was one of my favorite things that we did the hike and then the tide pools down at the bottom if it's low tide you can spend a whole day there hanging out if it's high tide be careful don't go down to the tide pools (laughs) awesome well we'll see you all next week we'll have lizzie on so stay tuned and i'm really excited for you all to meet her and hear about her experience and what made her move to hawaii and what she's doing now thanks guys have a good one